Welcome to the Recordings of a Fangirl, hashtag sarcasm, on this Sunday, the 5th of November, 2023. So I don't have too much today, but I do have somewhat of things to say. <laughs> when do I not, right? So I'll first just say, after they came home from the road trip, I was very deathly afraid of the first home game off that five-game sweep. I think they played a very good game on Thursday. Despite all of the nonsense that happened in that game, and I have to commend Jacob Chuba for what he said after the game is over because he is 100% correct as to the fact that every time he hits somebody, everybody thinks he plays dirty. When Jacob Truba is like one of the best at his craft and his craft is knowing how to freaking ass hit people legally and clean. He, he is just the best at it and it sucks that people think he's dirty. Now, I will say this, this is the type of direct messaging I get from cowards who don't want to tweet it. So I'm going to share with you. I'm not going to share with you his name because we're not going to give the scum attention. Um, but I get messages like this. I'm going to, I'm going to post it out there so you can see that I actually get this direct message because there are some dumb dimwads who believe that I don't get these. Okay. Um, you can't be serious. I love the way Truba plays, but he's dirty. Um, hi, I don't know what the hell you're freaking looking at, but it's kind of funny and refreshing again to see how Jacob Truba lives rent free in your head. Okay, if you love the way he plays, then you know he's not dirty. What Aho did to Fox was dirty. And I don't wanna hear you dumb people on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck we're calling it, Tell me otherwise. When you intentionally put your leg out to have contact, knee on knee contact with another player, you are doing it on purpose. It is dirty. Let me say that again for those in the back. When you intentionally put your leg out to have knee on knee contact or leg on leg contact with a player who's not even close to the play where the puck is, it is dirty. Do not argue with me on this. I am not arguing with you. And I can't stand the fact that the NHL network and all the people on it think it was a clean freaking hit. It wasn't clean. It was fucking dirty. There's no other word for me to use to describe it. Okay. And Steve Valiquet should not be thinking it was clean either. It was dirty. Dirty hit. Now to go to Philip Heedle, He's had four concussions, and I can tell you this, he's probably never healed from any of them 100%, which is scary and dangerous. This is why hockey players, hello, you all should be doing brain core. You should all be doing brain neurofeedback. That's what it's called. It's called brain core. It's brain training. I've had a concussion before. I've done brain training now. I'm telling you, it is the best thing you could possibly do. It's painless, it's drugless. They hook you up to a machine, your head, to the machine. 
and you watch TV, like you're, I'm watching a screen for 30 minutes of brain training and it's getting my, it's getting, it's training my brain to focus. I have peak performance because of it. I have focus. I, I can concentrate on things. I'm calmer. Yes, I, I'm a hyper person, but I can tell you I'm calmer. I don't get stressed out as easy, easy anymore. Brain training is like the best thing. And if you're an athlete, you should do it. If you don't believe me that athletes do it, go look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady has used it before. And there are other athletes that use it. I think Steph Curry even uses it. That's what Filipino needs. Because he is so brittle. Like, now, the, con the, con the collision at center ice was, was fast-paced. And it knocked the wind, I think, out of him, too. Now, I don't think it was a shoulder or a rib. It could have been also a shoulder or a rib, and it could have just sprained a shoulder at the same time because that's what it looked like to me. And you all have to remember, because we have other people who argue with me on Twitter about this, too. Concussion symptoms sometimes do not show up right away. I've taken enough concussion workshops and passed all these different concussion courses as a coach myself to tell you symptoms sometimes take a while to even show up even after you've had four. It may not be right away. It may have been that the night the night of the game when he went home, he got he started feeling sick and had concussion symptoms. And your symptoms can range anything from a headache to blurry vision to being dizzy to being sensitive by light. I mean, there's so many different symptoms. And I also think that's what Jack Hughes has. But I think Jack Hughes has a major concussion, not a mild one like Filipino. I think Filipino has a mild concussion. I think Jack Hughes has a major concussion because of the way his head hit the boards, like and just the way the angle that it hit. I think that can happen. And you could also, by the way, have whiplash. Even if your head doesn't go front to back and it goes side to side, you're still shaking your head and your neck. And then that's also how people can get whiplash. And then from whiplash, you can also get a concussion. Okay. So besides all that shit that happened in the game, I thought the game, I thought the way the players played with the big dog mentality was awesome. You guys all play with that big dog mentality against the Canes. I mean, Will Cooley had the winning goal. Awesome pass, awesome pass to him. Um, and Wheeler played a great game. I believe Chris Kreider had that pass, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but Wheeler had an awesome game too, and he had great passing, and he looked like he got his skating legs again. You know, sometimes with older players, it takes a little longer for them to get their legs back and to get back into quote unquote gear, you know? But I think the first, that goal was awesome. Um, of course, again, Truba. Oh, I think it was on Truba. Wasn't that Truba's goal? Didn't Truba? I know Truba had another awesome, incredible pass. And then we had the tip. I think that wasn't that the tip in from Panarin? um in that game i believe so i'm not looking at any like video or anything while i'm talking so i'm just trying to go by memory um but i think that game was great then we had last night where i think they got off to the three nothing lead and then they did what they usually do 
they sat back. And I, I know Chupa thinks he, they didn't sit back. I heard what he said after the game. Um, I think you guys sat back. You had a 3 nothing lead after one. The second period is always tough for you dudes. I don't know why, but you guys, you either it either goes this way. Either they get off to a slow start in the first, and then they find, then they remember that they have to play. Like they're not sleep skating. And then the second's okay. Or they get off to a fast start in the first, and then they forget they have to play the second. So you, had, you went from having a big dog mentality to a little dog mentality in the second period. Because then you gave up the two goals. Then you came out in the third, and you let them tie it. Then you let them get ahead. But that goal by Chris Carter was awesome. I believe that was a Lindy pass. Lindy made two incredible, beautiful passes last night. Kudos to Lindy. I, I, he, actually, he made one good pass, and he had a shot that was the first goal, which was then a rebound goal by Vessi. So, Lindy, shoot the puck more. Shoot the puck. Look what happens when you shoot. When you take it to the net, look what happens. Amazing. And you're going to get a goal soon. I guarantee you. It's not going to take you as long as it took last year. You are, you're well deserving of it. Um, and that pass you made to Kreider on that tying goal was, was incredible. Incredible. And he moved to the right. He moved to the right now. So usually he plays left and Fox, he plays right. He moved to the right. So Gus can move to the left and be with and be paired with him. Um, which I thought was a, was a interesting move. Interesting move. I may have kept Lindy on the left and just moved Schneider, Schneider up to the right and had Schneider with Lindy, but you know. All right. Anywho. Um, what was I talking about now? <laughs> what was I saying? Um, yeah, also Lindy. So yeah. So again, I'm gonna I know I'm gonna beat a dead horse with this, but Jacob, you fucked up by not having Lindsay be have Lindsay have the A on his jersey. Not only does he bring great passing and shoot and, and great, you know, wrist shots and great slap shots. And he, he shoots well and he plays awesome defense. But he's also there for your he's also there for the team, his teammates on the ice. I mean, during that scrum, you know, in the goal net. I mean, he's there, he's right there. He doesn't back down from anybody. He should have had the A on his jersey. Nothing against Fox. I'm not against Fox. I'm just saying, leadership-wise, sometimes you pick those leaders, the ones that are visible out there as a leader. I don't know what I don't know what Fox's leader style is. I'm not I'm not gonna comment on that. I'm just saying, just for the looks of it, Lindy deserved the A. Anywho, I'll get more. I'll talk more about Lindy at the end. Um, so, oh, and then Vinny. Okay. So I don't know, like what your idea was on the shootout. Like, I seriously don't know, but I think you did a, a good job. I mean, we didn't have Fox. We didn't have Heedle. We know that they, they usually are the ones that are thrown out there on the shootout. Now, so I don't know, like, it didn't look to me like you were setting your body to make it look like you were going to shoot on the glove side, or maybe you were going to set your body to make it look like you were going to shoot on the stick side, or maybe you wanted to go five hole. I don't know. But to me, I think you should have set your body to make it look like you were going to shoot on the high glove 
and then you could have put it past on the on the on the stick side high on the stick side so i think and then you got too close to him obviously and then you you know you couldn't make another move like you didn't really deek like there was no like sharp or like deek to get him to open things up like flurry is too good at that he's not going to open things up unless like you deke him and i don't think you did that so i don't know maybe that's what you guys can practice at that shootouts um but i think Claire did an outstanding job and if eager has to make another game to um you know to heal from his injury that he definitely showcased on thursday that he has one needs to recover i i i think quick deserves to be in because you know why rush eager back when we have quick quickie did an amazing job um and then just knowing your fans oh we didn't deserve the point you know what no i think we deserve the point we definitely deserve the point quickie deserved that point that point was quickie but again like i've said many times the championship mindset is a tough mindset to keep every single game because you saw what happened the first period, they were big dogs. Big dog mentality. Second period, little dogs. Third period, big dogs. And then the shootout, you know, is anybody's house. And then the shootout really ranges from individual mindsets. It's not a team mindset, now it's individual mindsets. So it's a whole different ballgame. But I thought, I mean, they could have even thrown Rafi out there. I thought they did a good job. So now we'll just say, I mean, guys got three games this week, I believe. Tuesday, Thursday, and then Sunday. And then you have five days layoff before, excuse me, before you play the Devils on the 18th. So let's see how it goes. Now it's anybody's guess. Um, and I'm going to say this to all of you dimwads on Twitter. Foxy plays defense. I don't I don't know if you know that, but he plays defense. Patrick Kane is a forward. He's coming off of hip surgery. You don't go sign somebody who comes off hip surgery to replace a guy who is your top defenseman. Stop being, as my grandmother would say, Stunad. This team does not need Patrick Kane. This team is quite capable of playing without him. And the vibe he brings to this team, he ruined the chemistry last year. Just go ahead and look at the tape. Panarin was doing mighty fine without him. He had Tarasenko. They were vibing. They had chemistry. He comes into the picture and everything went aside. You don't need a superstar to win. This isn't basketball. This isn't even football or baseball. This is a hockey. It's a totally different sport. And um, maybe it's news to some of you, but the Rangers ever won a before when they had Then they had
So don't always think that it's our time that's going to get you the challenge. Because I've said many times, of course, all sports is 90% mental and 10%. That's what it is. Right now, this relies on our And with that, I will go to other segments. Okay. So um, let's go on the fashion segment first. Actually, you know what? No, I'll save that. Let me talk about, so, okay. So I saw a tweet about Laffy trying to raise money, I guess, for his, for men's mental health. So, okay, here's, I'm, I'm, once again, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna talk about athletes and charities later on in the month. But I'm gonna say this, when you're an athlete and you're out there and you're asking regular people to donate money to a charity, you could donate a hundred grand easily to that charity and don't need the regular Joes to help you with that money. Now it's nice if they wanna, if they wanna donate $10, $5, $25, maybe some regular people wanna donate 500, 100, whatever. Maybe that's how they feel if they're gonna help by donating the money. I get it. But this is why I have a problem with athletes and charity. You can donate 100 grand quick and be done with it. The thing that gets me and makes me feel like they care a little bit is when I see them donate their time and they spend time with people who are less fortunate. They spend time with kids who are who have like cancer or kids who have other disorders or, or disabilities or diseases. But at the same time, I wonder why we have to know about it. So I'll talk about that, like, cause you don't know, like right now, I'm gonna tell you right now. I have a lot of friends who hear me talk about it, so I tweet about this, so I post about it now, because I'm saying it for the best of all I'm saying it for without people knowing. For example, sometimes I'm a doctor in a family. I'm talking to him. The father lost his wife about a year ago. I know the school teacher at college. She's a teacher and she knows a few kids. One's 13 and I think one's 11. A grown boy. And they're desperate for clothing and they're desperate for So I said, why can't we just go? Why can't we just adopt the family for Christmas? Because I doubt they're going to get Christmas gifts since the father's struggling to make ends meet. So I'm telling you this because I want you to know that people out here in the world do charity that you don't know of. It makes it more special to me when you don't know of people's charity because that's just who they are. I love the fact that Laffy spent time at the Ronald McDonald house. I love that. And he looked like he was having a ball too, by the way. He looked like he was having fun just sitting there just decorating cookies and cupcakes with the kids. But like, who benefits from people knowing that? Do the Rangers organization, does, do, do they benefit from that or does Laffy benefit from that? Is that to make Laffy look better or to make the organization look better? Who decided to do that? Was that Laffy's decision or was that Rangers' decision? Because the camera crew went with him. See, that's my point. And I'll get more into it with Mark in about maybe probably two weeks or so. Okay. I said my piece. Now we can get into fashion. Okay, here's the thing about fashion that I want everybody to know. Okay, clothes 
are to compliment you. They are to make you look even better than you look. That's what clothes do. That's why I love fashion. Like fashion and fashion is a statement. You're making a statement by what you wear. Whatever your personality is, you can kind of, kind of configure it out by what you wear. That's what fashion is. Why everybody has a different style. Everybody is open to different ideas. That's why I will say that's why Keandre Miller gets fucking fashion. He won this past week on my fashion reel, by the way. I mean, he's not afraid of color. He's not afraid to stand out. He's not afraid to show you who he is by wearing a purple suit. You know what I'm saying? Wherever, you know, he wears green, he wears red. He wears, he wears every, I mean, I don't think I've seen the same suit on him twice. That's how freaking amazing he is. Um, you know, he is just, he's just amazing. Um, let me just lower my volume so I don't have to hear the music. Okay. So Kako, again, awesome. I love, um, I love his tie in the beginning. I will tell you, so I made the video. Uh, okay. So he had the gray jacket that is pretty much like the length of his butt. Like the butt, I call it the butt length. <laughs> um, and he looked good. And then he had the gray tie. He had the gray tie that matched that jacket and the gray and the gray beanie. Now, I usually say have a brighter tie, a darker color tie than um than what you're wearing, but he looked pretty good. Then we go and we go. Wheeler looked pretty good. Um, his tie was awesome. Uh, okay, then here, wait, okay, I have to stop my video. Then we have Will Cooley again. He looks amazing. Purple, so he has a dark, I'm gonna say purple. It's probably a different color purple, but whatever. Dark purple suit with a light purple dress shirt and then both dark and light tie to bring it all out. And then he wore a gray beanie. That's that's exactly what fashion is, and that's exactly why you want you want something like that because it stands out. Um, then you had Igor. Of course, Igor looks amazing every time. He looks amazing. He he's like he reminds me of Henrik. In the same way, because all right, so he has the scarf that pulls the whole outfit together and the matching beanie. Okay, then we go on forward. Oh my God, Vincent Trocheck belongs in a freaking catalog. He belongs in a catalog. He looks amazing every time I see him. He just he just blows my mind how amazing he is. Anything and look amazing in it. He's like Keandre Miller. All right. Um, who else we have? Oh, Barkley always looks amazing. Jimmy looked good. Jimmy looks good. Uh, and then then Nikki. Okay. So then Nikki boy, light blue suit, 
brown belt, brown shoes, brown, brown and blue go really well together. And then his tie, he had like this like design tie, but it was like a light blue, light blue, dark bluish. Um, then we go, Amika again looks good. Gus looks good. Kreider looks good. Panarin with the with the um, scarf that pulled his own entire outfit together. Panarin's another one that always looks good. Always looks amazing. Okay, so now I'm going in wearing the brown suit. Now, Lassie, honey, did you see like how the brown brings out your hair? Like, totally brings out everything. Like your face Oh my God! Jawbone stuck to your face, stuck to your eyes, your hair, your hair matches your face. That's what I mean. Like, like it complements him, makes him look ten times better. Just like that. I mean, he looks fucking fine. But fashion does that. Like when you wear something, it complements you, brings out your features. And that's exactly what he looked. Oh my god, he looks so freaking fine in that um, and the tie. Just the whole entire outfit, the shoes, the suit, the tie, look freaking amazing on him. I think brown is like now my favorite color on Laffey is brown. Laffey, honey, do not wear blue. Blue is all the color. Blue is that color. Gray. I like you in the gray. I like you in the brown. I like you in the purple. I like you in the green. I like that you stand out. That's the guy who should wear blue who did wear blue very good was Lisa. Now I'm gonna say the right blue suit. Okay, the correct blue suit makes a statement. Now blue is Jacob's color because of his eyes. His eye color and the blue suit like coordinate like together. Like I said, it brings out his features. Um and then the, the dark the dark blue brown uh, brown the dark blue tie is awesome my only thing i don't like on him is his shoes but he looks fucking amazing and then he got a haircut he looks he looks amazing jacob always looks good so the fact i'm talking about like it's the fashion like when you bring it out um and then of course we have keandre at the end um all right, so he has this purple suit, striped suit with blue in it. And then he has this light blue tie. He's wearing purple, light purple socks and black dress shoes. Top notch, top notch. And that's another thing, like Barclay on this trip also like went like, oh my God, no show. Honey, it's cold. But that's what I'm talking about. Like that type of stuff, that's what it is. Now, let me get into the mustache thing. All right. Um, if you're gonna do Mo November or no shave November, whatever the freaking it's called, you don't shave what you have before you start. You're cheating, Vinny. Vinny was cheating, Lafi was cheating, and I will never say Vinny was cheating. You're supposed to just go with what you have and not shave. You all shave November 1st. <laughs> I'm like, you came into practice, and I'm like, oh, okay. Vinny always looks fine with the mustache. He's fine. Um, and, you know, he can do whatever the hell he wants. 
he looks amazing no matter if he has a mustache if he just has the mustache if he has like some rough on his face if he has his sexy beast look going he just looks amazing i will say this <clears throat> laughing looks very cute he looks I, I don't know the song that comes to mind is one of lady gaga's songs when i look at him it goes i want to take a ride on your disco stick this beat is sick let's have like y'all this beat is sick i want to take a ride on your disco stick I don't know. Um, so that's really my Lindsay Okay. My only thing with, with Lindsay. Okay. There's a saying, clothes make the man. Okay. Here's the saying that I know. Right? Clothes don't make the man. Instead, they hide who the man really is. Because deep down, I think Lindsay's afraid of being that man. I think he's afraid. I think you're afraid. I mean, that's, I think that's why you're, you're, you're in your comfort zone with that stupid blue suit. It's comfort. I'm going to say this. You're never going to become, uh, you're never going to become the man that you want to become if you're going to stay in your comfort zone. You've got to learn to be uncomfortable with being, you got to learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And you shouldn't be afraid to try something new. And, you know, I think you are such a dynamic guy. And I think anytime you have feelings, I think you run from your feelings. That's the difference, I think, between you and Laffy, by the way. I think, I, I, I think you get cold feet and you run from how you feel. And then when you run from how you feel, you, that blue suit is like your teddy bear, like your blanket. It's your comfort. And then you hide in that and you hide behind your clothes. Cause I think you're such a dynamic dude. You're very dynamic. And you know what happens when you get cold feet? You put some socks on, Lindy. You're gonna lose out on so many things in life. And, and the best thing that you can ever happen to you and the best people that can ever happen to you. If you get cold feet and then you run and the reason that I keep telling you to get rid of that suit is because there's so much more than meets the eye behind you. Like I said, you're a very dynamic guy. You're a very dynamic dude. But then again, you know, the player played himself by fumbling the right girl. If only. If only you would get comfortable being uncomfortable. If only you wouldn't hide behind that suit. If only. Like I said, clothes don't make the man. Instead, they hide sometimes who that man really is. Especially when you're using the same exact suit and you're kind of just wearing the same color. It's like Groundhog Day with you. It's like that movie Groundhog Day. It's like over and over again. Like there's 
I know it's scary to like experiment and I know it's scary to do things because trust me, I've been scared in my life. But like I've said last podcast, I don't live life with the what if scenario and the negative. I always live in the what if scenario and the positive, which is part of the championship mindset, by the way. What if it works out? What if it can be like the best thing that can ever happen to you? What happened? What if? that guy is like the best suit for me. What if we just go for coffee? What what can happen? What amazing things can happen? And I also think Jacob Chuba has a closed mind when it comes to that shit too. I think a lot of you guys do. I think all of you have closed minds when it comes to that kind of stuff. Life's what you make of it. And if we haven't learned anything from Adam, Adam Johnson dying and we didn't learn anything last week from Matthew Perry dying, life is fragile. You don't know how long you have, and you don't know what type of opportunities you're gonna have when a door opens for you, you don't shut the door. Because when you shut the door, sometimes the the next door is never gonna open. Sometimes that's what life is. And you have to grow beyond beyond your comfort zone. Because when you do, you're open to new possibilities, new experiences, new opportunities, and new events. That's life in a nutshell. I just wish you were more open to that. I wish you were. But, you know, and I think that's the difference between you and Laffy. If I, I'll just like end like the difference between you and Laffy this week. We'll do next week, I'm going to do who does it better between Chris Kreider and Mika. But this week, I'm going to end with between Laffy and Lindsay. I think Laffy's more open to experience new things. I think you're, definitely afraid of experiencing new things. I think Laffy's more the type to like go with it and go with the flow and be like, yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I'll try that suit. Yeah, I'll do that, whatever. I'll, um, I'm more open to that possibility. I think you're more, I think you're more tight-lipped. Like you're just, well, should I say tight in the crotch? I, like, like Adam Fox, because who do you hang out with? You become who you hang out with. So if you're hanging out a lot with Jacob Trouba and Fox, you become like those two players. Your attitude becomes just like them. Like notice who you hang out with. That's who you become more like. That's why like a lot of times I cut people off who are toxic and I cut people off in my life who don't have the same mindset as me because I don't want to become like those people. There's never, I don't ever want to become negative and I never want to become too scared to try things and take risks. I never want to say, what if, in a negative, well, you know, what if I went out with him? What if, what if I met him for coffee? What if I told him I liked him? What if? I don't, I don't like that. I'm the type of person that just goes out there and says, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Okay. Because, like I said, in the life is short. We don't know how long we have here. And I'm never going to close the door on an opportunity, a possibility, an experience, a life lesson, or an adventure. And that's what it is with me. Literally, with me, it's an adventure, okay? I do it scared. I do it unprepared. And I see what's out there. And I see how to experience it. So, take it or leave it. But if you get cold feet, just put some socks on.
All right, well, we'll see how the Rangers do this week. Tuesday, Thursday are the next two games, and then we'll probably discuss it Saturday or Sunday. So enjoy your weekend. I will talk to you all then, and you can always find me on Twitter or X, whatever we're calling it, Twitter X, Insta, Facebook, LinkedIn, I'm on I'm YouTube. Oh, by the way, speaking of my YouTube channel, if you follow it, you're going to get like behind the scenes stuff. So it's really going to be like awesome stuff for the holidays that are coming up. I'm telling you, you should follow, you should, uh, you should follow it. All right. That's about all. Bye.